Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Second Act Actors. I'm your host, Dr. Janet McMorty, and I'm still a medical doctor simultaneously to run and pursue a career in acting. My guest this week is Spencer McIntyre. Spencer was an accountant. He did y'all's taxes, everybody. Turned actor. And he has a really interesting story because he started as a child actor and then switched into the, you know, respectable career of doing idiots taxes like myself and then realized, I think I want to get back into acting again. And oh my gosh, has he ever. We recorded this episode quite a long time ago. I've known Spencer for a while. And it's funny when I reached out to him to be like, hey, your episode's coming up. Send me a headshot in your profile. He said to me, oh my gosh, I am a completely different actor than what I was when we recorded that. And I remember so vividly after we stopped recording, and this happens all the time with my beautiful guests, we end up chatting away, chatting away. And he was talking about how, you know, he was having a tough year, hoping to get into the union, finding it so hard to get into the union. Um, Excuse me, if you turn on your TV now, you will see Spencer McIntyre on a heck of a lot of commercials right now. He's on the McDonald's commercial up here in Canada that I see all the time. And ladies and gentlemen, I am proud to say he is a full union member, member of ACTRA. Way to go, Spencer. He is such a wonderful human being. Please enjoy his incredible story. Please enjoy Spencer McIntyre. So uh, it's so interesting about the uh, the comfort in front of the camera because I notice a lot of new actors. Um, that's what they say. Like the big thing is to get over is like, oh, I'm in front of the camera. Oh my god! Like I've even had people that I've just asked to read for me on a cell tape, and yeah. like, I don't uh, like. No, I can't even be in the room with a camera. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? But um, which I mean, for me personally, it's like you know, there's a uh, I have that unique advantage where. Um, I kind of grew up with that. Like I did acting um, from, I was an actor from age six to about 13 and then it petered off with a couple of things. But uh, yeah, so like doing it from a young age, it just feels kind of normal, I guess. And I don't know. Um, Yeah, I I don't know. I just feel very comfortable. So it's really interesting to me. And then like sometimes you'll have those people who, you know, when you like tell someone that you're an actor and they're just like, Oh my God. Or like you're, they have, there's all those, like, there's like three or four different reactions people have. It's like someone's like, okay. Uh, sometimes they're just like, oh. And then other times they, I've had, um, especially with my family overseas, uh, or like just people overseas, it's just like, like, oh, ooh, you're an actor. And like, and they're like, oh, okay, cool. Can you just read this for me? And then they're like, oh, no, 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 I could never do that. <laughs> like, it's like, they're like looking down on you almost. And then there's like, oh, wait, no, actually, what you do is way too much for me. So, yeah. I find there's no neutral reaction to the the comment, oh, let you when you tell somebody I'm an actor. Yeah. It's so rare to have somebody be, oh, cool. That's really neat. Yeah, I've only ever had that in L.A. Uh, uh, yeah, mm. but it's an actual job there. That's the difference. Yeah, I, <laughs> it's not just a, a frivolous whim or a, right, oh, yeah. a pity. Oh, oh, what have I seen you in? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, there's there's a uh, yeah. There, I've had that conversation. That was the only time when I was down <laughs> in L.A. It was like I didn't realize it until it happened. And I was like, yeah. And someone was like, well, what do you do? I'm like, oh, I'm an actor. Like, oh, okay, film or theater. And then just nothing. And I asked my friend who I was staying with, and it was like, what's the deal? It's like, oh, it's a job here. That's why. He's like, yeah. <laughs> and you're um, you're among, it's funny because I think a lot of a lot of jobs, when you're among peers, that's yeah. the response. So I think about when I say, I'm a doctor. Right. It's never as dramatic as I'm an actor when people, again, it's the pity. The I'm a doctor and everyone goes, oh, oh, oh. Where if you're talking to somebody else in healthcare, they go, right. oh, cool. What kind of doctor? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally. Same yeah. thing, right? Probably, I bet it's the same with a lawyer, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm a lawyer. Oh, cool. What, kind, what type of lawyer? What type of law do you practice? Peer. Um, I'm a peer. There's also We're peers. That, 
there's also that reaction where like, I mean, I experienced this when I had the accounting firm where it's like, what do you do? I'm like, accountant. It's like, oh, I have like seven co- tax questions that I no. can just rattle off right now. <laughs> like, See, with a doctor, it's, I have this rash. Can I, can I just show you yeah. this rash? You're like, ah, we are in Costco. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. The amount of times <laughs> I've been asked, like, I, I can't imagine like the doctor thing. That's got to be, it's, just, it's the same thing with taxes because everybody needs yeah. it, right? Yeah. Because it's just yeah, like. It's like- like so everyone has questions it's also super confusing and daunting so Mm. it's like um yeah and it's i don't know at least with the the tax thing it was a little bit weird because i'd be out somewhere and i did a lot of bartenders taxes so they'd be like oh i just have these questions like cool so this um this food that we just got it's all on you right and they're like what do you mean i'm like (laughs) like oh well it's not free (laughs) I spent years it's, learning. It's a write-off. This. It's yeah. a, okay. So here's the thing, and I wonder. It just dawned on me. Maybe this is. Maybe we're onto something. The pity, all oh, you're an actor, is because everyone thinks that they can also do it, as opposed <sighs> to the doctor, accountant, lawyer, where there is an obliviousness, be- and there's also like a there's a level of academic achievement that like not everyone can do it. You have to have learned. Right something from a textbook, gotten a certificate, gotten a license from the government that says, I can do your taxes. I can do your abdominal surgery. Right. So everyone goes, ooh, you're a, uh. Yeah. We're acting. It's like, oh, I can do that. But like you were saying, when you put the script in front of someone to help you read the self-tape thing. Yeah, yeah. I think it's because it's just talking. And, uh, or that's what it comes off as. When mm. you're doing it right, it... There's a, oh, okay, I'm going to quote Futurama here because that's <laughs> <laughs> one of my all-time favorite shows. But there's this uh, thing where um, Bender crashes into God or, and it becomes this whole thing. And he's like, um, do just enough that people think you're, you've done nothing at all or something like that. And Ooh. so it's like, it's kind of the same with acting. It's a light touch, right? It's like, you don't huh. want to make it too big, you know, and then oversell it. But you want to convince people and you want to dive into the realism of the role. So it just ends up being, it looks super natural, uh, like super, two different words there, super and natural, like very natural. And then mm-hmm. uh, if you're doing it right. And so that it just feels like someone's having a conversation. You really want to feel like someone's there. So it just, um, like they're just a fly on the wall watching this thing happen. Yeah. Uh, so it's just like, so it feels like an everyday conversation. But so I think that's why people think they can do it. It's like the same with stand up comedy. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like, ah, you're just talking, whatever. And then you're like, no, 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 you got to say these lines and you have to, and then you think you know how it's coming off, but it's not like, I don't know about you, but I have, uh, one of my coaches has been working with this. I have a very big personality, which doesn't translate very well to screen because it's so big. So it's like just toning it down and stop mm-hmm. moving your eyebrows all the time, you know, mm-hmm. like the, the stillness. And I think. Yeah. I I relate to that just being a very emotive hand talker. I come from, I say a theater background, and by theater okay. background, I mean I did the high school plays, and I was just right. like a very loud individual. And so theater acting is that, as you know, right? Project to the very back of the room. But I, I did a self-tape yesterday, and I was watching it back, and I... I move, like you're saying, I move so much and I don't realize I'm doing it. There's such a need for stillness in film acting that I find so hard. And that, I think, is a learned skill. That is the certificate that you need to get. Totally. so subtle. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's weird because it's like uh, it all comes in through your eyes and that's how you have to do everything. And it is very strange. It's like the same thing. It's like converting from theater i i hear that all the time for people going from theater to screen acting they're just like it's so weird because in theater you're out here and you're projecting and like you want your whole body engaged whereas yes. like screen and you're just, you just feel especially like same thing with like the big personality and like the theater you just feel like you're doing absolutely like i sh- feel like i should be doing more and like but you're not and then i yeah. watch it back and you're like oh okay it makes sense yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, well, and I'm still in the learning well, we what, lifelong learning phase, whatever. Yeah. But I'm still in the phase of oh, I was so still. I felt like I was, I felt like I was doing 
nothing. I felt good about that. I felt like I right. was doing my thing. And then you watch it back and I'm like, all over. I'm still moving. Plant your damn feet. Yes. And stop. Mm-hmm. It's also like, it might be, it was a little like a, a nervous reaction. I don't know. Totally. How. Totally. Yeah. How can it not be? Right? Yeah. How I mean, can it not be? Yeah, and it's it's interesting because you know with the self tapes, like we were talking about before, uh, with um, things starting to go back in the room, you know, like with self tapes, it's really weird because like you'll have someone zooming in sometimes, and like yeah. I don't know, you're trying to have this emotional reaction, and your body doesn't really know what it's doing, I guess. Yeah, and you're just like, oh, I want to connect with you through Zoom somehow. Like, I don't know. It's a totally different experience. You can't look in their eyes. Like even yeah. right now, the way we're talking, you know, it's like I know. You're not actually looking in each other's eyes. So. <laughs> and so do you think that when we talked at the beginning about how p- being in front of the camera, especially as new actors, it can be very uh, abrupt. It's very jarring. And yeah. being in the situation where you're on camera, but you're also surrounded by individuals on set who could not care less what you're doing. You're having to sob uncontrollably about the death of your father and the crafty person just wants to get home, right? right. Nobody cares. Yeah. Do you think self-tapes have improved that experience for new actors because we're getting experience in front of the camera or is it still not so, enough? Oh, that's interesting. Um, I would, I want to say, it's just, it's so different. And like, yeah. It just, it, it's just the experience of being on set is so different than even auditioning in the room or cell taping. And like, I don't know. I think it could help uh, new actors hone some skills for sure. Uh, being in front of the camera, I think it's a little bit different because it's, I feel a different type of pressure when mm. like, I feel like I have to do, I don't know. It's like, it's like when you're in the room, it's like, go, go, go. Okay, cool. And like then now you have time to get it right. So I guess for new actors, it's great because they, they can get a good take. But, um, you know, when you go in the room, you're kind of there. <laughs> like you're not, yeah. You can't do it. Like sometimes I know sometimes with tapes, I'm like, I just can't get this one. And yeah. then it's just like, it takes me like 10, 15 times. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to not let perfect get in the way of good and, you know, <laughs> move on. But um, yeah. And... Yeah, I don't know. That's tough to say. But it's, it, you're right. It's like when you're on set, it's just like there's not... If someone pays attention to you and you did something good. Like, yes. You know? Because um, I've spent the last few years hanging around a lot of uh, musicians and going yeah. to a lot of concerts and stuff. So when you're there, when you come off stage, people go, oh, good set, good set, good set. It doesn't matter what if it was good. Even if they saw it, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> it's just the all reaction is always good set, good set, good set. And I've spent so much time around that. I was on, uh, I was on, was filming this TV show last year and then the sound guy was like, oh, that's really good. I was like, oh, okay, cool. (laughs) Not paying attention. And then I went to my friend after and told her that she's like, they don't have to say anything to you. And I'm like, oh, right. (laughs) This is not. Yes. Yeah. So I think, but I mean, it's the same thing with being in the room is like, there's that instant validation. So I think maybe... Oh my God, this is such a, I feel like I've overloaded this question in my own mind. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, like new actors, I don't know. It's like they don't get that immediate reaction. And then there's a lot more is just in the ether, right? It's like when you're in the room, at least you can kind of gauge someone's reaction. Like, okay, that director hated me. All the the nonverbal cues, right? From everyone. Yeah. Good, bad, indifferent. Totally. We yeah. don't get. Yeah. yeah. And like, they don't have to, like, same thing. They don't have to react to anything. They can be like, okay, cool, next. And then yeah. you got it. <laughs> You're like, yeah. it's like, what was that? I don't know what was happening there. Ooh. Yeah. So you've already alluded a bit to your history, your story. Mm. But tell me more about it. How did you go from acting as a kid? I know you had a career in accounting. You're out going to all these music shows. How did you get to where you are now? Okay, that's um, hmm. Okay, where do we start with that? Yeah, so I I'm did... settling in. I've got my tea. <laughs> I got your tea. Okay, <laughs> I'll give you some tea. 
as the kids say. Um, I think that's how you use that. I have no idea. I'm old. Yeah. I'm an elder millennial and very <laughs> proud of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, so I think when, so when I was a kid, my mom was like, oh, you have all this energy. We need to channel this into something. And uh, she saw an ad in the newspaper for uh, some local talent agency in my small town um looking for actors and of all ages so we went in we did that thing and uh yeah i started i went in and i did this audition for um the now defunct air nova uh hey. airline i don't know if you remember them so air canada no. was like divided up into the provinces before yeah. so this is the nova scotia one and there was they when they had the big screen at the front i guess i don't know i had my first time on a plane it was 26 so but they had a big screen at the front and they would play like movies during the yes. flight. So yep. they would have a commercial in between. And then, uh, yeah. So I went out for that. I landed it, my first audition ever. And uh, I don't know. I was just like hooked. I was like, oh my God, I got to do this. And then we just moved on to, and it was just auditioning, auditioning, auditioning. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It was getting pretty good. And like, I was just in love with the process, but Back then, it was all in person, of course. Uh, this is the 90s, and let's date myself a little bit. Um, but yeah, and then, I don't know, we didn't have a ton of money, and it was like always going to Toronto from, uh, yeah, it was about, depends on how much traffic there was, but yeah, it was a long drive. So it just, yeah, it weighed on uh, my parents financially, I think, and my dad's like pretty old school, so just wanted me to get like a regular job. Um and yeah, when it came time for me to go to high school, there was an art school in uh, that I was in the district for, and I really wanted to go. But you could only get into the arts program if you auditioned in grade nine. And um, yeah, I begged my parents to let me audition, and uh, they wouldn't let me because it wasn't Catholic. It was a whole thing. So I was like, okay, well, I guess this isn't going to work out because like, you always hear about all these actors who have, you know decades of experience and they're like big and they all went to art school and like acting school and whatnot and uh so i just kind of that really put um a wrench in my plans uh i guess i don't <laughs> i don't know if that analogy works here but uh yeah um and then i just kind of it kind of died down i did some uh moved to the city when i was like i just dove into like the music scene because that was like people i got along with and uh i moved down to the city when I was uh, 17, and then, um, yeah, I just started doing that. I did a couple auditions here and there throughout my 20s, but, uh, yeah, nothing crazy. And I did a little short film with a friend, and it was weird because, like, I was on set, and all these actors were like, oh, yeah, well, who, what agency are you with? And I was like, oh, I'm not signed. I don't really do any acting. And they're like, dude, you need to do this. Like, what? Like, we really, and I really enjoyed it. I missed it, but... I was really invested in like just trying to figure something else out because I, I don't know. I was so discouraged from all that, yeah. I guess. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, so I got, I was looking for any job in the music industry. So I got this internship at this accounting firm and I just kind of got it. And they hired me within a month. And yeah, I just worked there for three years. I quit because uh, my boss and I didn't see eye to eye on some stuff. And, the next year, the tax season still rolled around and a few people reached out being like, hey, I only really worked with you. Can you still do my taxes? Yeah, I could use the extra cash. And the first, so I posted something on Facebook, did about 35 people's taxes that first year. And that snowballed into up to about 700 clients uh, by the end of, yeah, well, last year was seven years of doing taxes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and I was doing, but the pandemic forced, forced me to go remote with like with everybody else. I, you know, got rid of the, um, the office I had downtown, and I tried to move to Lithuania, uh, which is where my family's from. I have family and friends there, and um, yeah, and then like a few months after I moved there, I got signed to an agency here in Toronto, so I moved back, and uh, yeah, then last year. I was like, okay, I'm getting a lot of auditions. I should probably, you know, if I'm not going to do this now, when am I going to do it? 
So <laughs> I just made the, I got an offer and I made the jump and I sold my accounting firm. <laughs> so, yeah. And, so, uh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, did you, do you go to post-secondary school for accounting is that a thing? Wow, I feel stupid asking that question. Did you so, accounting school, Spencer? No, I didn't. Um, yeah. So, I mean, like the only things you can't do, like I was just doing people's taxes. Mm. Um, so the only there's like three things you can't do without a uh, CPA designation, which is mm. you can't. Um, oh, my God. I can't remember them right now. My brain is like switched off of that. So <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like, Monday. Yeah, it is Monday and too. And you've retired. Yeah, yeah retired. <laughs> not did not make that much money for the sale. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so there's like you can't. You can still do people's taxes. That's fine. It's just like you can't do like review or audit engagement. You can't uh, give people direct advice. So like, yeah. what I would do is just like give people like here's your options, you know, and um, and like here's what I've seen, you know, all that, and like just build it up and. Something like that. You can't give them, like, you can't be like, you need to do this with your taxes. And then, mm, so, mm. Yeah. so. Um, cool. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you do, you you can go to school for it. Yeah. <laughs> so, but what I was doing, yeah, a lot of people said, it, uh, you know, like, oh, I wish, like, I mean, if you're just preparing taxes, you don't really need to. Hmm. So. Cool. Like, yeah. So. So, tell me about the decision to go full into acting. What prompted that and how, like, how did that come about mindset-wise? What happened? Mm. Um, yeah, so, like, I mean, yeah, it was, if I'm not going to do it, you know what, it's all those, like, TikTok and uh, Instagram reels that are like, you need to, like, uh, put all your effort into it. And I was like, and I was watching, I do did a bunch of taxes for a lot of actors, and I just see them getting all these roles, and I'm like, ah. Missed that so much, and like there was that was such a, and I'd be like, oh yeah, here's a picture of me from the first time I was on set, um, and I was six years old, so, and it was just yeah, I don't know, it was like I was watching it, I'm like watching all these actors, and like I missed that so much, and I, you know, I'm already, I was already getting a lot of auditions. I think I totaled it up from twenty, what was last year, twenty twenty two, and I did one hundred ninety auditions, and like this year, so. Like we're, oh yeah, that's where the big first week of February, right? And second week, and I've already done like forty. So hell yeah, I don't know. It feels like it's the right move, but um, yeah. yeah, the decision to do it was, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's more just like if I do it, don't do it now. What am I gonna do? It. I put a lot of effort into my accounting firm when I first did that. I didn't have another. I was doing people's taxes on the side, and then I was like, oh, let's see if I can make this work. So I quit the job, other job I had. And I just put all my effort into that, which, you know, I was, I liked owning my own business, but I was, of course, more passionate about uh, acting. So if I put all my eggs in this basket, you know, and I, if I made that work, like something I'm not nearly as passionate about as acting, like what else, what can we do here? You know, it's only a matter of time, as they say. Yeah. And I think it's hard because there's definitely two thought patterns mm -hmm. there's the people who go full in second act actor right i had one job now i'm fully committing to acting mm -hmm. and the thought is if you have your two buckets a bucket of accounting and a bucket of acting and you have one foot in each one you're gonna be sliding and can't direct energy and etc et mm -hmm. so you have to go whole hog into one or the other yeah. But then there's also people who say, I like having my accounting firm. I like practicing medicine. I like to whatever because it gives me something else. So I don't desperation focus on acting. Mm -hmm. And it's, I don't want to say a hobby, but I, it, there's not the mm, fear of this is all I have. Right. Do you have an opinion on that? I know it's very individual. What are yeah, your thoughts? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, yeah, I know yeah. people on all ends of the spectrum. I mean, yeah. personally, I had to I had to put all my focus in one thing. Luckily, yeah. I was in the lucky position that I owned my business, so I had the opportunity to sell it. So I have enough cash flow that it's just, 
you know, I'm not mm-hmm. in that position where like, oh my God, I need this role, you know, yeah. um, to pay my rent. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, yeah. I know, I mean, how many actors do we know that also work at coffee shops or bartend and all that, you know? It's like, mm-hmm. they, I, I think, I think it really depends on the person. I can't, mm-hmm. like you said, it's very individualistic. For me, it's like, I can't partition that. I know when I want to do, like, if it's commercial, it's not as in-depth, of course, all the time. But um, I noticed this last week, actually, I was going into an acting class, and I totally I had to take a call because I still have a weekly call with the new owners to kind of help transition everything. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, it just took me completely out of character. And I was just like, I just, my brain was not there anymore. Maybe, it, you know, maybe we're just getting a little bit older, but <laughs> you can't just like snap into it. But yeah, I don't know. I have to put all my eggs in one basket. And actually, yeah, my friend was funny this Tuesday because like my friend was saying that yesterday. She's like, you need a hobby. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like all you do is all you just obsess over this. And then like, that's all it is. And I was like, yeah, I don't know if that's a bad thing, but I guess we'll see. It's so individual, right? And like yeah. you were saying with the TikToks and the social media, everyone will tell you that their way is the best way and you're right. doing it wrong. Yeah. And I know it's not just acting. It's in literally every industry where you can go on the internet. They'll say what you're doing is wrong and that's why you're failing at this. <laughs> yeah. And I have the secret if you just pay me the money and yeah. that will solve all your problems. Yeah, there's a whole book called The Secret. Yeah. <laughs> so- <laughs> And it's it's hard because you can also wax poetic about fine what works for you, but truly that's the answer. Yeah. Nobody else like we can have advice up the yin yang, but what works for you isn't going to work for me, and et cetera, et cetera. You just have to find what works. But oh yeah, I I feel you on the getting pulled out of character situation. Mm-hmm. I've had similar ones when if I'm getting pulled in another direction. And I know it's not just the medical work, right? And I'm sure with other people, it's family and life. But I think that's where the training comes in and maybe age, right? But if you're training to kind of hone that instrument, it's just like training for a marathon. You're gaining that resistant strength. So that yeah, yeah, yeah. It just it wasn't bulk. as easy for me to slip back into yeah. that character. I was like, oh, this is weird. Like I was focusing yeah. on this all day, and then I forgot some of the lines. And I'm like, I knew what this was like an hour mm. ago. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, I, I can't. I can't imagine the medical thing. I could just, but even like just trying to think about clients I had, and I was like, what did we do for them? And then and I was like, <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't even that complicated. Like I feel like it, it was uh, for me. If I had another job, it would have to be just something mindless. Which you mm. know, everything takes some sort of mindfulness. I yeah. mean, for me, like because it was remote, uh, I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, um, a lot of it is like for me. It's like when you're on the phone with someone, people, especially when you're dealing with their taxes, they'd be like, "You're still there." And so I'd always, I'd have to make little noises to let people know that I'm like, oh, hmm, uh, and like, you can't really do that. Like, ah, you know, and you can't do that while you're performing. <laughs> so you I need st- to be a voice actor. <laughs> That's video games to a team. Yeah. Yeah. Working on my demo right now. Yes. That's uh, hilarious. Yeah. But it was just like, so like there's little things I can't do. And like, even with Zoom calls, like I'd be doing little things like, no, it's not frozen. I'm paying attention. Hmm. Let me listen to your story. You know. Oh, okay. And it's just like it's just all these big reactions that you're just like, okay, cool. How's this coming across? But yeah, you can't do that on screen. It was that was just something. I was literally just thinking about that because of weird. That is so funny. And I think well, one you could write a stand up comedy sketch about that because like, how can you not? And that makes me think of this is a bit of off topic, but. How many people I've talked to and guilty of it as well, too, who think I'm so behind in my acting because I had this other job Mm -hmm. and I wasn't in the conservatory program like everyone else. And I wasted my time and now I'm here. But stuff like that, that's fodder that you can use in your acting career as a life experience just things right that yeah it, it just it's just life that you've experienced that is hope that is hilarious yeah oh yeah i mean even yeah like it's 
I think there's like a big, there's something to be said for just interacting with people, yeah. you know, hmm. and paying attention to those interactions. I'm sure like, you know, you dealing with patients and everything is like, okay, cool. This is how certain people react, um, you know, and it's, you know, your uh, patients are all over the spectrum of like just humanity in general, mm-hmm. right? And where it's like the same thing with my clients. Like a lot, some of them are artists, so it's just, we just, we always easier to connect, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but yeah, there's, I, you know, if you're a server at a restaurant and it's like, you never know what this person's going to be like. So you have mm-hmm. to learn to react in different situations, which is great because you're going to be working with actors and directors and people you don't know and you're not familiar with. And like, I don't know, you're going to get like thrown for a loop sometimes like, oh, that's not, that's not what the character is all about. <laughs> you're like, oh, okay. Um, I, well, I think that develops, it, well, it develops empathy, right? And I think. Mm. There's always that funny joke that everyone that people say that everyone should experience. Everyone should be a, a waitress, waiter, or a waitress or a server at some point. Totally. I think honestly, it's not just that everyone should have a customer service or a public facing job at some point in their life, especially if they want to be an actor. Because oh, yeah. how in God's name are you supposed to develop empathy if you aren't watching humanity? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know. It's like you have a totally different perspective on. Even, I, I don't know. It's like, why? Like, I didn't, my family didn't have a lot of money when we were growing up, but then <clears> I would like meet people later on in life who like grew up at, with like in a wealthy family or something, and they were just like blown away that they, my parents didn't pay for school. You know? <laughs> I was like, always oh, did. Or like, you've never been on a plane? And I was like, no, I just you know, couldn't afford to do it. <laughs> yeah. And, like, yeah, so like that empathy thing. It's like sometimes, yeah, if you're not in a customer-facing thing, you're not interacting with everyday people, you know, like, hmm. There's so, I'm sure there's something deeper I could dig into there if I really, really thought about it. <laughs> I'm trying to, yeah, there's something there. I, I want to say something meaningful, a little soundbite, but it's not coming. <laughs> Take me back to your experiences as a child actor and now your experiences as an, a, a grown-up actor, what are the similarities? What's changed? What are the differences? What have you noticed? Sure. Um, well, nobody, nobody cares about me anymore. <laughs> but isn't that nice? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like you get on set and there's like, they just like, get this kid out of here oh, with all the child the... labor laws. They're just like yes. always focused on you and like they don't want this little six-year-old kid just going away. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's it's definitely, I mean, I don't regret not, you know, like that little, that little space of like growing up I did. Um, and like I'm definitely more business savvy and stuff. But um, yeah, and okay. So like the, uh, I'm getting off. That was not on topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, the biggest difference is, yeah. So I mean, definitely when you're on set, it's a lot slower. That's for sure. Like they're, mm-hmm. because of, I think, a lot of that has to do with child labor laws. Like they can only keep you on set for so long. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's like there's a little bit more. I'm, pr- I'm trying to think. This is an interesting question. Uh, I mean, not much has changed. Like, well, in the 90s, everything was on film. So it was like a little bit. You just kind of had to get it. Now it's yeah. just like they don't really care because they have terabytes of just storage space for all this. Um yeah, I don't even know what the biggest differences are. I hadn't really thought about that. I mean, obviously the self tapes, that's like a huge yes, difference uh-huh, for me. Uh-huh. Um, but I think that's more of a time thing. Yeah. I don't know if that's really what uh you're getting at. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I just I feel like I have less room to be big, maybe. You know, it's yeah. like there's uh there's a certain expectation that, you know, the kid's not gonna get it. He's you know. Yeah. Or, or maybe there's more of a reward at the end because like, oh, wow, you did really good. And then he, and when you're an adult, they're like, okay, cool, next, you know. The expectations on. of yeah. you are so low as a child. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. like, it's like, oh, wow, really good. You, you, you did, you your did lines. the thing. Good job. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's a cookie. Yeah. Or, yeah, you just get all these like, uh, like, um, yeah, I don't know. There's, there's no, like the the crew going, "Oh my god, he's so cute," you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like there's there's less validation. Let's, yes. let's put it that way. 
Yeah. Um, and it's just, yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's a very, very different being on set, I guess. It's just different feeling. I hadn't thought too much about that. And hmm. now I'm, now I'm definitely going to pay more attention to it. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Coming back into it after a, after doing your job as an accountant, has there been anything surprising about the industry for you? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? It's like, I think I have this like very business mindset. Mm. Um, like it's a lot, I, I, I talked to a lot of people and they're like, oh yeah, I don't know how many things I did last week and they don't track anything. And like, mm. I mean, I have a whole Excel model going of mm. uh, just like every audition I've done, uh, what the result was, who it was for, what the project was. It's like this whole thing. It's actually built out from uh, something my um, my friend Pedro taught me. Uh, he had a, he had put out a book on Amazon about like just, he liked to journal and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, unfortunately he passed away in December. Oh my um, goodness. Yeah. Um, I am yeah, so Pedro sorry Arce, to hear that. You might, you might know him. Uh, he has been in a ton of stuff. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so he taught me a lot of stuff and like just like keeping track Ugh. of things. But <laughs> a lot, but I made my own version of it. And, you know, it's interesting this like how I look at acting differently, I feel. Like it's more, I can approach it more as a business, which yeah. it is a business. And I feel like a lot of people are just, they just kind of do it and hope for the best. Whereas like I'm tracking everything. I already know what the end result has to look like. So I think maybe that's probably the biggest thing that I've noticed is just some yeah. people are just totally unaware of like the tax consequences and like keeping receipts and like running it like a business. And uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's probably the um, the biggest thing I've noticed. Do you think it's because of the lack of control and with accounting and just numbers in general i mean i have a physics degree because right. i love math because math makes sense it does and make nothing sense, yeah. about the industry makes sense and i love excel and i love data and i love because i can manipulate it in a way i want and i can control it and that is a a, a thing i can look at to mm. cling on to on the cliff totally yeah. Yeah. You, totally. Yeah. 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 yeah it's, good. Uh, I'm not going. I was waiting insane. for you to fi finish your. I was waiting for you to my, finish my your thoughts. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I totally agree. It's like it's so wildly out of our control. Oh. As actors, like the like you just send out, especially now. Like I said before, you just send out your self tape into the ether and hope for the best. And like, especially when it, sometimes you get like those big ones, and you're like, oh man, I really want that, and it really it sits on your mind for a while. And then you're like, at least with commercials, you know, there's a callback date. You're like, okay, cool. I didn't get that. That's fine. Um, and I think, but yeah, like for me, it's like, yeah, it definitely, it's got to be that element of control. Yes. You know, it's like there's mm -hmm. something I control going on podcasts, you know, it's like, what else can you be doing? And mm -hmm. you know what? That's also another thing that I've kind of noticed is like a lot of people are not, I mean, there's a, you know, good, just good chunk of people that are doing what they can, but. I notice a lot of people, um, they just kind of sit and wait for it to happen. Yeah. And whereas like you're, you know, you have your podcast or I'm going on podcasts and I'm like, okay, what else can be done? Yeah. As someone who has run a business before, I'm like, I feel like there's more. Actually, yeah, my, <laughs> my friend pointed this out yesterday because right now, I mean, it's the beginning of February. I don't know when this is uh, coming out, but um, yeah, it's like I have my body my therapist pointed this, pointed this out too. It's like my body is like ready for all this like adrenaline of tax season because he's been doing that last 10 years. And it's just like, and I don't know what to do with myself. So I'm just like doing all these things that I can control. And it's just like, and I'm just like, I, I there's no work, you know? It's like, it's just auditions. So that is fascinating. Yeah. And makes complete sense. Yeah. And because you're it's a habit you're used to it your body's ready it's like it knows you're supposed to be running a marathon every hey. tax season it's like hello why are yeah. we not training yeah no it's, it's weird I, di I didn't think about it and then yeah my friend pointed that she's like you were like way off the rails right now i'm like yeah because i'm not focusing on anything where it's like yes with those little things that you mentioned you know being control that like running a business you have that control 
Mm-hmm. And so the doing the little things like tracking all my additions, that's helping me do that. Yes. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's weird. Cause I'm like, I was like, I don't know. I'm just like going, I feel like I'm going crazy. And then my therapist is like, no, no, you just last 10 years. You at this time of year, you, your brain has just been like, okay, cool. It's work mode time. You're going to do 700 clients <laughs> right now. And it's interesting because I was having this discussion about unstructured time with somebody and how I don't do well with time that isn't structured. And I've Oof. been in school, clinic, the operating room, everything, dance class, whatever, structured time since I was three years old. Yeah. And then suddenly there are days when I don't have anything and I'm looking for ways to structure my time, but also trying to get used to, I don't want to say freedom. <laughs> That's very dramatic. <laughs> but just being okay with nothing. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's exactly yeah, totally the same thing where you're just like, okay, wait, there's nothing going on right now. You can't do that. Yeah, you sent out that self-tape, yeah. you know. <laughs> Uh, like, I'm sure like when you're on shifts, you know, it's like, they're like, yeah, you're working here to here. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I had the accounting firm, it was like, I have these five meetings today. I can prepare in these ways. I've already said like, this. I know I have to ask them for this. Um, yeah. And like our mm-hmm. whole lives are like that, you know, mm-hmm. we go like, yeah, like you said, going to school, it's like, you're going to school from a certain time, but even like, it's even in getting on set, you know, it's like, you're like, okay, cool. We need you here at 8am. And then at 2pm you'll be you know, acting for 15 minutes and then, (laughs) (laughs) and then, uh, yeah. So yeah, it's so wildly different than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. You're totally right. Yeah. Um, oh man, I didn't even think about that, that unstructuredness. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so, even though there is actually a structure, it's so different from, you know, like, you know, uh, medical field and school and growing up and everything in society, you know, mm-hmm. stores have hours, you know, and like if it's so wildly unstructured. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Compared, compared, even though it's like, we all understand this is the way it's supposed to, it, it goes, you know? Um, yeah. Oh my God. That's wild. Yeah. So do you have any advice for anyone who's interested in changing careers into acting? Um, yeah, I think for me, it was a little bit more cut and dry because it was just kind of, you know, I had that past experience, but yeah. I think what I've told a bunch of people, <laughs> and I'm thinking of like, uh, that, that friend, uh, that I mentioned before, Pedro, he, uh, he usually told people like, don't, that's my advice. Don't. And then like, uh, and then, yeah, which was, it made me feel nice because he like actually helped me. So, yeah. uh, yeah. Um, what I've told a few people that have like, even like a vague interest, I'm like, just take an acting class, you Mm -hmm. know, it's, um, it'll give you a touch of what it's like. And if you're just like, yeah, this is not for me or like, yeah, maybe, maybe I I like this, you know, then you can start getting yourself out there. Um, yeah, I mean, there's so many good acting classes around the city, uh, that I feel, and like, there's a bunch that are remote too, I think. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite acting classes I ever did was on Zoom. And mm. it was like three days and it was just with this guy from Australia and it was just amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's my, my my advice if I wanted to sum it up would definitely be just, just try it. You yeah. Know? You never know. You never know. Yeah. It may be, you, you, you actually, you literally don't know until you try it. Right. And honestly, that's so much of what acting is, is like. Mm. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, I'm going to be embarrassed. And like, well, that's, you have to kind of get over that embarrassment to be an actor, right? Because mm-hmm. a lot of what we do is so rooted in just being embarrassed and like taking risks that, you know, it's like, oh, okay, you're going to look stupid. And, but, you know, um, it's only awkward if you make it awkward. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I think like, it, like the acting classes definitely help, you know, especially with the right coach, it's like helps get over that hump. Yeah. And then like, okay, yeah, cool. Now, yeah, it's, and it's so, I, I don't know about you, but I find a lot of actors, like a lot of the acting, 
Oh my God. I couldn't, that was not a sentence. Uh, <laughs> uh, I find a lot of um, the acting community is very supportive. Um, I didn't, yeah, that's another thing I didn't have as a kid. Uh, I didn't have like a huh. group of peers. Like now you can just go into an acting class and like you'll meet like five people that are, are all the same wave like this you, you know? Like every time I've been on set and I like, talk to other actors, like I never feel like a weirdo. Ew. And I think that's a lot of what it is too. Like, I mean, you could feel like a weirdo in school or whatever, and then you find your tribe. And like for me, that was actors. But mm. like, it was just, yeah, I'm sure I'm not the only one who's felt that no. way. But absolutely, yeah. <laughs> so, absolutely. Yeah. Correct. And the only yeah. way to meet, meet other actors is go to where they are, which is acting classes. Yes. So, Yes. Yeah. And there's like experienced actors there too. So a lot of, there's a lot of good like places to learn. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you have any favorite onset stories or onset moments? Mm, that's a good question. Onset moments. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. There's, I'm trying to think of ones when I was a kid because like those were always so much more interesting because there's just so many people around and you're just like I don't know oh, everything is amazing <laughs> you know uh, no I don't ha I don't think I have like anything overly interesting it, you you meet some interesting people sometimes but I don't want to dive too much into that uh, yeah I, I've met some really cool people on set though like mm -hmm. uh, my friend Wyatt um, him and I you know we got really close there was. No, I'm not. I, uh, <laughs> the only thing uh, is just like, it's just like interesting people. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I don't know. I just, I'm so focused on the work sometimes at mm. uh, on set. I'm just like, okay, cool. How do we do this? Um, yeah, nothing wild has happened. I mean, I, my favorite thing that's happened on set is what I made. I was doing, um, this horror TV show. Uh, it's not out yet. Um, but I was doing it in October and I don't know, we were just thinking of things to do because we got through the scene so fast and like just, you know, whatever, they want more footage. And it was just some look I did when we were just doing some other footage and like it took a second after they yelled cut and like the crew laughed and like the, even like the, the, um, the TOP just looked up from the uh, camera. And he's like, Oh my God, it was, it was just whatever look I did made them laugh. And I don't know, that felt really good. Yeah. You know, I, I love comedy. So, um, like making someone laugh, is just like, Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> That's oh awesome. <laughs> Cause you never really get that immediate, um, you know, grat gratification, <laughs> except there's like, you know, they're sort of plotting, and then you, it takes a second. You're like, "Oh, right, they just do that because you're leaving set." Yeah, so, <laughs> like, like, thank God you're gone. You know, <laughs> and you're wrapped. Okay, carrying on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to get over there. Like, oh, that wasn't like a good performance. Yeah, yeah they're like, get <laughs> fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you mentioned your parents at the beginning. How would they describe what you do for a living? Your parents, loved ones, guardians, whoever. Now. Um, I mean, I don't talk to my parents, uh, mm -hmm. now, uh, we don't have a relationship, okay. but, um, I'll cut that out if you want. No, I mean, that's mm -hmm. fine. That's who I am. Um, I, it's pretty, I don't know, I wouldn't say it's public, but it's not, uh, not something I really hide. I mean, I talk to it my is. mom every now and then, but yeah, uh, there were some differences that could not be resolved. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've had people just be like, oh yeah, Spencer is into acting now. Um, into acting yeah or something like that I don't know that's always one of those weird ones yeah I'm trying to think lot, well, most people just have questions like okay mm. yeah they're like oh what is that like what do you do I think yeah yeah I don't know they're like hmm oh man now I'm trying to think of it like there's, there's usually some good ones and right now I'm just drawing a blank oh yeah for sure yeah it's just like there's usually it's like a bunch hey. of people um yeah like i mean even when you go to like the bank you know you have to tell them what you do and they're like oh, oh you're an actor and they're like oh fuck, yeah. um yeah it's hey. always the what are you working on like how do you mm. like uh i think you know i have some family in uh lithuania that's just like a little bit concerned because <laughs> i don't <laughs> have a job technically you know right uh to, in their eyes anyway you know, it's like, I'm like, no, 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 I'm fine. You know, I sold my company. 
So yeah, I don't I just I don't know how they describe it. That's interesting. I've never asked anyone like, what do you say about me? And mm-hmm. I, yeah. Like at a, I, at a cocktail party when they're like, oh, yeah, that guy Spencer. Wait, what does he do? Mm. Yeah, I've had people just introduce me as an actor. Um nice. I feel feel like which is nice. Like I had to yeah. get over that with some friends and like just say I'm an actor. Me uh oh yeah, I was having this discussion with my a good friend of mine is a uh, booking agent for a bunch of major musical acts. And he was like trying to think of like different ways he could say that without being like, I'm like booking agent for, I don't I even know what books, but yeah, big people. And then it's like, how do you say you're an actor without, you know, saying I'm an actor? So we came up with uh, on-site literary ex- execution. Huh? Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So that's like what we say now. I'm like, oh, he's in contracts and logistics. I'm in, I just do on-site literary execution within film and TV. And they're just like, I don't know what that means. And you're like, yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> and I, honestly, how many times I'd say probably 99% of people, sorry, people don't care. And so as soon as you say something they don't understand, they'll go, oh, cool. And then change the subject. Yeah. And you're like, perfect. Great. I don't need to talk about Conversation this. Conversation yeah. over. Let's talk about something else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's one of the uh, one of the wildest things about, like, for example, Los Angeles, which is just mm. like, you know, uh, at least the groups I was in, it's always like a bunch of creatives, and so sometimes you'll be in these mixed groups. People were like, they'll start like saying like, "Oh yeah, I work here. I work with this person," and then you get like these weird. Uh, I would oh, actually I wouldn't say uh, weird is probably the wrong word, but like. What threw me off is like when you start talking to people who work with like A-listers mm. and then they won't even say a name. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I work for the person, that person, nannies. And you're like, like the calculation meme. And you're like, what? Oh, yeah. Huh. Okay, got it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's that's got to be like a goal of mine. I know it's a little bit of a, I'm, a dig- I'm digressing a little bit, but yeah, you know, get down there. It, it felt so... Nice being around that many creative people because mm-hmm. you don't get that, like you were saying. Like, yeah, yeah. So you can be more honest, I guess. Uh, yeah, around other creatives, around your peers, to touch on what we said earlier. Yeah, you know? you're like your your tribe, right? That's totally absolutely. Yeah. What brought you to LA in the first place? Like that original that trip. Um, the late, last trip I went to go. So a good friend of mine moved down there. Um. So I wanted to see kind of like what his journey was. He moved there from Canada. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, that's interesting. I've talked to a few people who've done that. And they've had really good. I've talked to people who have had good experiences. I've talked to people who have bad experiences. <laughs> so I wanted to see what that was all about. And I also work with a couple of people, um, like my uh, personal trainers down there. Um, I'm his least famous client, which I, <laughs> you know, like. Yes. Sometimes I talk to him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sometimes I talk to him, I'm like, why are you talking to me? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why you pick up the phone, why, when I call, but. Oh, he's like, oh, it just brings me back down to hang out with civilians. <laughs> you're my humbleness. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're no. the normies I hang out with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, he's like the nicest guy in the world. But, um, I bet. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I went down, to, like, we had never met. So I wanted to go visit him. I just, like, wanted to go see, yeah, go see my friend who was living down there, uh, who had reached down there and, like, I don't know. I guess that's like the goal for a lot of actors is get down there. And if I'm putting all my eggs in this basket, that's the hub, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, especially now that they're doing all in-person stuff and like, mm-hmm. like also it's like the elusiveness of like, I have uh, two and a half passports. <laughs> so it's like, that's like the one place I can't work. Yeah. Really? So uh... I'm like, mm, I want to see what this is like down here. Also <sighs> like, yeah, just see the vibe. Generally, I've, it's a place I had never been, and I had an opportunity to stay on someone's couch, and I regret that now because I forgot I'm in my 30s and not my 20s. <laughs> and like, it's like back hurts so Congratulations, much. Congratulations, back pain for the rest yeah. of your life now. <laughs> uh, he's like, you could, and then like on the last day, of course, that's when I found out it was a pullout couch, and I could have slept oh, on a mattress. And it was like, he's like, yeah, I, w- I would have told you, but you didn't ask. So I thought you were comfortable. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Um, you... yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, go for it. Go for it. No, I, I was just rambling. because I, <laughs> I just... <laughs> It's that thing that was like, we're not in person, so I'm like having 
trouble reading. I'm like, when do I? When's a good cutoff part here? No, so I just all good. keep talking. All good. I also got trained in radio when I was younger, so it's oh, just like yeah. that, that not dead air thing. Ooh, and also, if we both have like radio training, we're probably because I was taught again when you're interviewing someone, you just take a breath after they stop talking, so you don't talk over them. So if mm. you're both doing that, yeah, it'll never. Nobody will ever talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, I'm like, okay, don't give dead air. Just keep going. Just keep going. And oh, like, there's that, dead air. It, I'll edit it out. Yeah, I know. I know. But it's just like, it, this is my own brain. Is like, no, you need to keep talking. And keep like, talking. But, I mean, this is like an age thing, maybe. You know, it's like, we're just not. I, I'm sure like someone who's younger could probably get it. <laughs> yeah, just I go edit. Think, no, I think. But I think their age thing is part of it because I think elder millennials. Is it? I think we're peacekeepers because like, I don't know, the generation above us is really yelly and angry and the generation below us is really yelly and angry for some very good reasons. They right. like, are angry at each other. Yeah. And maybe we'll graduate into that and we'll be angry at the generation below, right? The two below us. Yeah. But I don't know. We're just kind of stuck in the middle. So I just feel like I'm like the kid of divorced parents being like, Gonna keep talking, keep talking, keep talking because of anxiety. We're also just tired. (laughs) Yeah, we're (laughs) tired. (laughs) I'm very fatigued. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Do you have anything you are looking forward to coming up this year? My God. Um, (laughs) It's so fun. There's so much of this, what we're talking about is like so much of what I was talking about on the weekend with some of the actor friends. Yeah, and they're like one of them is like you gotta calm down because like, like I have like three uh, big auditions out there right now, and like mm-hmm. you know you're just waiting on those, and yeah, I don't know. It's like she's like it's February, like you need it's fucking February. You need to like you've done so many auditions already. You need to calm down. Like this is good. It's gonna happen. You just need to wait. <laughs> like I know. But it goes back to that whole, like, I'm not in control right now. I have all yes. this adrenaline going. Adrenaline. So mm-hmm. um, looking forward to, yeah, I don't know. I'm looking forward to, like, just really getting into some bigger stuff and, like, doing just finding a good niche for myself mm-hmm. for now. Mm-hmm. And then um, started working on a few projects with some friends of mine. Um like some writer friends of mine, I personally, uh, I found out in the last couple of years that I have probably have some sort of learning disability where it makes me communicating via written word very difficult. Yeah. So, um, uh, I have to work with other writers. I'm like, this is what I'm thinking. They're like, okay, cool. So where's the middle part of that? Uh, Cause I just have, yeah, I have this thing. It's just like where my brain just stops, like skips. Yeah, what what I want to say, and yeah, then yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, just, like, my brain already made the connection, so I can't yeah. say it as fast. But yeah, so I don't know. We're working on um, a few things, so I, I don't know. I'm hoping, I'm looking forward to having something to talk about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think finding your tribe of people to work on stuff allows people who have, I don't know. Uh, we pathologize everything these days, learning disabilities, neurodivergence, creative brains, mm-hmm. brains that go a mile a minute. When everyone all works together, that's when cool stuff happens. That's totally. literally like the definition of creativity. When you have all these people whose ideas, you got the beginning and the end, you've got no middle, somebody over here has a middle. Like yeah. Everyone understands, and I think that's so unique to the creative space. Yeah, of it's like this sounds so corny, but like there's room for everybody at this table. But there truly is because you need yeah. everyone. Totally, yeah. I mean, someone. Uh, oh my god, who was it? Oh well, an actual friend. Hundreds <laughs> uh, said said it is like if there's a look, if you look like something, you there's a role out there for you. There's mm. like there's always a role out there for you. See. Um. Which is interesting. Yeah, there's yeah, there's always there is enough room at the table, you know, okay. and there's a character for everybody. Especially if we start including stuff, you know, like I've, I mean, I'm, I'm a redhead, so the thing I've found, yeah, yeah, <laughs> the thing I found for men anyway, there's no like positive uh, portrayals of redheaded men. 
So, I mean, that's something I want to work on. Um, huh. Yeah, there's usually like the bully or the villain. Or the or, Weasley. Or, yeah, or the best friend, whatever. Yeah. yeah, the Weasley. I actually played Run Weasley in this thing. Of course you did. Uh, but yeah. If you yeah, hadn't, this... I'd be like, why haven't you? <laughs> yeah. It was actually, uh, it was when the fourth book came out. Um, I'm not a big Harry Potter fan, but uh, fourth book came out. Uh, J.K. Rowling did a reading at the then called Skydome and uh, hired a bunch of actors to play the characters in the books. And uh, yeah, I did Ron Weasley. Shut uh, up. Yeah. I met her and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had never read the books. So at that time, yeah. I'm. <laughs> That is so I didn't have cool. a beard then. Yeah. Remember I've... when I asked you about your coolest onset story? Yeah, that, that was an onset. That was like, yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> Semantics. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. That is very, very cool. Okay. That's extremely yeah. cool. I'll use that for the next time someone asks me. Yeah, okay. After that. I'll be like, yeah, so Janet, uh yeah. Yeah. Said I should use this. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh so the... you, you didn't just play Ron Weasley in like a student film. You no. Played like or J.K. Rowling, yeah. Jeez. And it was like the movie had already been shot or something, the first one. Yeah. So I think it hadn't, like, that was oh, like, yeah. Oh, I see. So there was like no potential for me to even be in the movie, but yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that, okay, cool. That's my coolest onset story then. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> you can edit that in and put it back, yeah. Um, Until you have another one. Right, And there yeah. will be. Oh, I'm hoping so. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm hoping for this year. There you go. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah, I want to do a lot of that, like give some positive portrayals. I think the the one, I mean, I referenced Futurama earlier, but yeah, I mean, like Fry, he's kind of like, you know, he's the hero of the story. He gets the girl, you know, saves the world a few times. And he's kind of a dope, but I mean, whatever. It's like, yeah, that was, um, I don't know. It was really cool for me when I was a kid. I saw that. I was like, oh, that's, yeah, that's me. Yeah. That's you. Yeah. I, I get it. I mean, I get when, uh, you know, people talk about like showing more on screen, but yeah. I mean, it's also, you know, um, I think this acting coach once said to me, it's like, you know, if you have those diverse roles, it's a lot easier. It's not as important who your agent is. So like, if mm. you're looking for someone who is, you know, has, okay, let's see. Um, I did, this is Disney movie coming out. I think I auditioned for it. And, um, I don't know. There's okay. There's like, if you need some representation of like a disability or something, it's easier to find that because there's less of that. Whereas like for you and I, uh, this, uh, the industry is so, um, just oversaturated isn't the right word, but it's very, there's a very dominant, uh, obvious dominance of white people in this industry so yeah. it's very important as a white person to have a good agent who's going to get you in mm. front of mm-hmm. like these people because like there's so many of us and then yep. it's just like okay yeah which is you know i found that super interesting so, yeah so like but like you can get and you can especially as someone if there's someone who has you know a disability or you know um something it's like it's easier for them to get in front of these because like they'll the casting director once they have that then once they're looking for that role they're like they'll find you which yeah. is great mm-hmm. it's amazing it's so nice uh for them but yeah i don't know i was i'm tangenting nick all good <laughs> so, yeah. all good yeah do you have any final words of wisdom or advice final words um hmm. i'm trying to think of, oh i had something for this too uh <laughs> Take your time. Hmm. Just do it, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just try to think about all the things that I say to myself, you know, try to get me through everything. It's really, it's a difficult industry. It's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, just stick with it, you know. I think that's probably it. Just stick with it. You'll find it. Even if you have to take a break. Like, I mean, I don't regret taking my break. I'm, if I had kept going, I probably would have been a working actor, but mm-hmm. I probably would have been a very different person. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I probably would have been a bit of a shithead, if I'm going to mm-hmm. be totally honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think running my own business humbled me. Um, oh, yeah. Maybe that's something. Keep your receipts. <laughs> that's that's my word of advice, you know? 
Make your accountant's life easier. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And thank you, Spencer, for being my guest this week. It has been so awesome getting to know you, but also witnessing your acting journey since we met and recorded this podcast. I am so thrilled for you. You work so hard and deserve everything that's coming your way, as all of us do, right? Oh, so wonderful. I hope you will all tune in next week for another episode of Second Act Actors. Bye. Bye.